0: We love when it's time for Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our nationally known psychotherapist, Dr. Jamie Heisman, an expert not only in addictions but in caregiving as well. And our co-host, Carol Zerniel, is here. And, Carol, you've got a new piece of software uh, coming into uh, the Cherville Foundation uh, and into the senior centers that's going to let folks know what?
1: Well, it, it's actually in our caregiver SOS program, um, and it measures, you know, the the burden and the stress of the caregiver. And one of the elements it looks at is something called identity discrepancy, which in in our world we call when when the caregiver um, the, their the action, the what they're being asked to do, and the life that they're experiencing. Um, is inconsistent with what their expectation were, expectations were um, or you know, what they're comfortable doing. Does that make Is that what it's like in your world, Jamie, coming as a psychologist? It's interesting
2: you say that um, because there's a several sort of psychobabbling words that get into this identity discrepancy sort of uh, subject. One is uh, cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm where your mind can't literally sit with these competing thoughts and has to transform. And so it's it's stuck there. And it has awareness of these two discrepant sort of identities or, or beliefs. And then there's also, you know, the concept, which you've heard me say all the time here, you and Ron, that always expectations are the seeds of resentment. So really, should we have any expectation about what a caregiver should do in the first place, or is that just going to end up becoming its own train wreck?
1: Well, you know, that's a great question because I think all of us, you know, go in thinking, oh, you know, when it comes time and I have to take care of my parents or my spouse or whatever the situation is, it's hard not to have some kind of a picture in our heads. Um, but yeah. it's when it's when we stop feeling like when we stop feeling like I'm the spouse, I'm the daughter, um and we start feeling like I'm only the caregiver, I think that that's when we when we start feeling like we're disappearing that um, is we've crossed a line.
0: Yeah, and what does that okay. do to the individual?
1: Well, to
2: to, to Carol's point, um, it, it's a conflict you're describing, and it's a conflict between literally how the caregiver sees themselves in relation to their loved one. That's huge, Ron. I mean, that's huge, Carol. We've all been caregivers of somebody, a mom and their dad. How we see ourselves as a in the caregiver relation to our loved one, and then how the, we deal with the caregiving tasks that are now required to provide, right? So... It really uh, it, it shakes us at the soul. I mean, taking on new responsibilities you know, makes us you know, kind of into something that, that we weren't. We came in as the daughter. We came in as the son. We had our own relationship. Oh, my gosh, now we're a skilled nurse. We're a skilled home aide. Now we're doing things we never imagined we'd be doing with
0: our parents. And that gets to, Dr. Jamie, something we've talked about on occasion. Uh, is it ever okay to say, I didn't sign on for this, I don't want to do this, I'm not going to do this, buh-bye.
2: Yes, I think there is. And I think that we have to be mindful and do it in a compassionate way. I think just like leaving a toxic relationship, uh, you have to have compassion even with the toxic person. Uh, So I think that we can say to ourselves, look, this is too much distress. Uh, My identity is not going to handle what a caregiver's duties are. They really aren't. And then we have to be very purposeful, very strategic, find ourselves a geriatric care manager, You find somebody as brilliant as a gerontologist like Carol or go to a caregiver SOS and start peeling the layer one by one of the entire family and say, how can we engage another family member to come in here who'd be a lot better?
0: Carol, how is... you know what you... I'm sorry, I was going to ask, how you all are going to use uh, these new tools?
1: Well, the interesting way we're going to use the tools is we're going to look at increase or decrease of stress or conflict over time so that the idea is on any given day, you may be feeling like you're overloaded, you're overwhelmed, things are just not right. And at that point, we want our caregiver specialists to talk, to call the caregiver um, and and talk to them. Uh, And so they're going to get to voluntarily through, through an app indicate how they're doing today. And on those days, things aren't going well. We're going to reach out and we're going to make that connection and help talk with them about what is it about today that's that's really pushed you over. The, so very, the thing so, that you're,
2: so, 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 yeah, you're go, describing is, is interesting, though. I mean, and that, I'm fascinated by your app. I really am. And I can't wait. Because in, in this identity challenge, we really want to catch up and spend time with our moms, dads, brothers, and sisters, right? That's in our mind when we become a caregiver. And then it morphs into, uh-huh, when you're doing that, we're cleaning and we're going to cook and we're going to, you know, change diapers and take care and, and we're experiencing something entirely different. So it's so cool to find out how you're going to figure this out or how that app can monitor it to level set.
1: Well, and I, what I was going to say was I think that going back to uh, previous conversations we've had on dementia, why dementia is so difficult is because if we have an expectation of a relationship or what we're going to be doing and the person doesn't recognize us or the person becomes very violent and they were never violent and now they're swearing at us, I mean, that causes all kinds of conflict in our mind. And you've talked, Jamie, about separating the disease from the person.
2: Right, I think it's important right then and there for us to say we do have to take care of ourselves before these identity issues happen. Simply because, again, just what you just mentioned is that you grab yourself the four agreements and in there you're going to find out in one of the four agreements how not to take it personal when your loved one starts cursing and swearing in a psychiatric outburst because they're dementia issues and if you're able to put your two feet on the ground take care of your mind and your body and yourself again and again i'll say that and that comes with what we're talking about in terms of this topic or in any topic we're able to level set and and, and go with the energy and be okay after
0: let me let folks know who may have just joined us or listening to take 10 on nine thirty a.m the answer dr jamie heisman our nationally known psychotherapist with us and carol zerniel who is a gerontologist, co-host of this program, and co-host as well of our Caregiver SOS on Air. I'm Ron Aaron. And, and Jamie, as you talk about uh, this identity discrepancy or cognitive dissonance, do, do people know they're in that fix?
2: Uh, to Carol's point, I think it's almost too late till to they know it, or as this awareness comes over them. And this is why we have to take care of ourselves and have no expectations. When I say no expectations, we always say living in the moment, which is the more mindfulness piece or the breath work. Right. Because I just don't believe that anybody is 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 ready for what will happen. I don't think that they're in, in the way. But if you just don't have expectations and realize there's a process that's going to happen and come and come without expectations and engage when you can engage. And Like you said, Ron, if you want to say no, because all of a sudden now I'm becoming desensitized. I'm not the identity I once was. I'm now doing vicious and changing diapers. Maybe at that time, Ron, you do again have a hard conversation with the family and say, I'm not the right person.
0: What's interesting, when schools closed, and you and I are both parents of young kids, uh, overnight, uh, we went from a home where the kids went off to school in the day. It was fine. We put them on the bus. We saw them three in the afternoon. Life was good. And then overnight, we're running an elementary school
2: in our home. There you go. So you can actually relate. Oh, Uh, yeah. You can relate. I can. And relating to that, just think about it. Those who couldn't be on two feet, those who couldn't handle change, let's say, well, those that would blow in the wind and break as opposed to bend, and that's called resilience. they were stuck in their room with those kids, and they were stuck with their partners, and all hell was probably breaking loose. Domestic abuse went up. You know, uh, divorces are going up. They couldn't handle it. So in any case, we do have to take care of ourselves with our own two feet, to deal with
0: these identity shifts, Carol, we have a little over a minute left. You want to jump in?
1: Well, yeah, you know, I just to add to, about um, recognizing that that you may not know why you don't feel good, why you feel stressed or depressed. Uh, you may not know about identity discrepancy as a tool, but knowing that something's not right within you, you don't feel right, you're not comfortable. Yeah. If you can acknowledge that discomfort, I think that you're miles ahead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And grab yourself a geriatric care manager when you do and sort it out with them and, have it, and go to the support group and reflect it to others like a caregiver SOS.
0: And generally you can come through the other side whole.
2: Yeah, I or- think you can. I think the stories and experiences of others who have gone through caregiver identity discrepancy and what Carol's talking about are sitting all around the support group. And I would really caution anybody to isolate. I would reach out and go talk to somebody who has
0: gone through this. I love how you embrace that new term, identity discrepancy. That's cool. Thank you, Dr. Jamie.
2: You bet.
0: We'll talk soon on Take 10. We're flat out of time. I'm Ron Aaron for Carol Zurniel and for Dr. Jamie Heisman. Thank you for joining us. Podcasts of these shows are available Google Take 10.